0: Hello and welcome to the It's Weird Podcast, episode 74, which means 73 was the last word. Oh, whoa, sorry about that weird intro, I was listening to um, the Spice Girls before I started recording. Yo, what's happening? Welcome to the podcast. It is friggin' warm in this house once again, but hey... Recording. We're full of energy. It's uh, the morning time to record. Mm, 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 mm. Shots, shots. I will not be doing shots and drinking water. But um, I've I've got, ooh, I've got this over, over, over exaggerated excitement. See, when I wake up in the morning, guys, like I, I've said I don't know if I said this in the podcast before. I've definitely said it in my life to people before. But you know, sometimes. You say things in life that you don't actually record in the, po- you know what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is I'm a morning person. Like I don't know if you get this. Like sometimes I record the podcast at night, like late in the Sunday because I've just lost a run of myself. You know the weekend comes, I need to get the podcast recorded for Monday morning to just you know be flipping blasting in your ears to start the week. Because I mean, what what way is better to start the week than to listen to my my dulcet tones? Do you know what I mean? And. Today, it's it's the Saturday morning. I'm feeling good of the whole weekend ahead of me. I don't have that Sunday night dread about going back to work. I'm looking forward to a weekend full of excitement. You know, it's like, hey, yeah, anything, anything is possible this weekend. Within reason, of course, because, you know, my wife's going out again, drinking again. I'm left the kid again. Hey, just saying, a great dad. She's, you know, neglectful. But... We've got we've got an exciting weekend ahead. Is it um, what people would say is regular sort of normal people excitement? Ow. Ow. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Why I'm going slightly deaf on it. Is is it an exciting thing? Ow. You know, uh. possibly. Um, but I'm going shopping. Ooh, yeah, for mm-hmm, curtains. And soundproofing. There you have it. Now, the curtains, are they for my house? No, because guess what, guys? Still homeless. Just got the uh, completion date of when I should get back in the house. The end of May. So, just basically another month and a half. Probably a month and three quarters, actually, because it's only the 6th of April today. Yeah, a month and three quarters. Um, until I'm home again. So, you know, making the best of a bad situation. That's it, you know? Just have to cope. So, the, uh, the curtains are actually for the boy town headquarters so we can get them up in the windows and basically just walk around at nighttime nude in a semi sexually excited state not a full full sexually excited state because that would be you know gross but I mean just just enough to you know again show people what you're all about but also you know not be aggressive sexually aggressive you know just to be just let people go all right I see I see what they're working with but you know, I don't think that it's gonna be invading my private space anytime. I need area, it's gonna be invading my private space anytime soon. So we're gonna get um curtains. Basically it's for soundproofing purposes because um if any of you listen to Boytown, uh it's a podcast to do with Shane Todd. If you just don't, um what are you doing in your lives? But Boytown, we got new windows put into the office, and for some reason, you know, Shane was the one he's like, Hey, look, Dave, I'll sort the windows he goes to me um, he hits me with this line which is a weird line to to, uh, to say to anyone in, in in a way of which to reassure them he goes Dave leave the windows to me I know a fella who'll do it in the cheap right now albeit I'm a frugal guy you know I am frugal sharky if you want to call me that I I'm not Rory, Rory Woods so I'm not the master of puns but I'll take that one and I was like I like I, I like the uh I like the cheap element of it. But then you also think if it's done the cheap, will the corners be cut? And this particular occasion the windows were put in were nice. Now you see, previous windows we had in the office did not open. They were just, you know, it was just a sweat box in the summer. So we needed the windows that would open. But what happened was the guy put the windows in and took whatever surrounding like soundproofing out from around it. So it's basically like we're just living are recording in an open fronted cafe, it's like we're in a cafe on the streets of, of Rio de Janeiro, you know, albeit thank God Hollywood is a quieter street, but it's open plan it feels like, you just hear everything, so we got all these nice new mics in, got new gear, got new soundproofing, and then just got new windows in, which have completely zero, so we're backing ourselves, so what we're trying to do now today is soundproof the office a bit, so... When I finish recording, I'll be going on ww.amazon. Oh shit, I just put water all over my dock, Um www.amazon.co.uk, get some soundproofing, and get that up in the walls and make Boytown what what we wanted to be, the crispest sounding podcast in the world. And um, will it be the best podcast in the world? Probably not, because this one you're currently listening to, Dave Eliott's Weird Podcast, exists. But in terms of sound quality, oh it's gonna be it's gonna be so sexy, baby. So that's what we're what we're doing today, and because once again I'm a, I'm a sound fella, I'm taking Holly with me, my my child, and um, not to be one to be outdone by me doing that. Shane's bringing his dad Dennis, so it's going to be a real, you know, it's going to be a player's day out. You know, you've got me, Shane, Dennis, and Holly, um, which is kind of like the makings of a really strange, like oddly sort of incestuous type sitcom. You know, it's a strange... It's not quite like three and a half men. It's not like uh, whatever amount of men and the babies because, hey, it was out in the 80s, like so how am I going to remember that? You know, it's kind of just like an old guy, a dad and his daughter, and it's like really kind of weird alien dude with long fingers. You know, it'd be a weird sitcom, but it'd be great because obviously Dennis is um, the funny one out of the Todd's. You know, Shane kind of just steals all Dennis's material. Day to day, but it's always good to hang around with Dennis. You know, Dennis is a good guy, and I'd say, you know what, I'd say, take this how you want. I'd say Shane's dad's my friend. You know, not just Shane's dad. You know why? Sometimes you have relationships with your friends and their dads and stuff like that. I like Dennis on my own. Like he came honeymooning me. Do you know what I mean? He's good, good guy. So I'm looking forward to seeing him um, today. And then I'm just bringing Holly because again, brownie points. You know, if you take the baby away, Catherine's going out for a, a handoo this afternoon. So again, afternoon. Bit early, bit scary, and um, she'll probably come home in some kind of state, which might mean I might get a snog. Oh, uh, uh, uh. Bit of lab banter there that people probably uh, expecting me, which is, you know, getting a bit boring now, you know. Hate that. No, once again, believe it or not, guys, the, uh, the ugly head of Northern Irish comedy. <laughs> Lack of diversity, sexism Roy's come up again But this time A local comedian put up a poster Or pages on Facebook Off posters Basically saying one of my hobbies is to collect The posters of all male lineups White male lineups eh, In Belfast And I should mention that the poster That was put up on the front and centre Did feature Mustafa Saeed So already you're wrong but the gist of the post was blah blah blah. There's so many white male comedians, and there are no female comedians. And I'm so lucky to live in Belfast where this exists. And I was like, "What? Why am I in it? You know, I um, have been through this argument forty-five thousand times. I have said that there just are there are. It's booking a lineup. You could not book a lineup every week. that would have a woman that would be." Um, on every single lineup, you couldn't do it as booking a weekly comedy club because there's just not enough female comedians. You know, I wish there were more. This particular comedian who put the post up, I didn't know was a comedian. I've never seen her, never heard from her, never been spoken to by her about doing gigs. So I mean, why am I in that category? You know, she'd have asked me for a gig. Would I give her one? It depends. You know, if a. Someone vouches for, or if I've seen that she is funny. You know, I'm just just going. I'm not just going to give someone a gig because of their sex. You know, that's complete positive discrimination. You know what I mean? And I'm just fucked off by the whole story. Like, see next time, I'm just going to start coming back to people and be like, you know what? <laughs> fuck it, fuck you. I'm sick of this shit. You know, just fuck off. That's going to that's going to be my response. Any more of this that I see, I'm just going to write back. Fuck off. And if you guys see any posts like this, just join in, join the movement. Fuck off. You know. It's like me being a flip complaining that I'm not a jockey. Do you know what I mean? It's so that I don't get a chance to be a jockey. Yeah, because I'm four times the jockey's body weight. Do you know what I mean? I do not think that complaining about something that you're not actively yourself trying to amend is worth complaining about. You know, see if I was in the pool to to book gigs, and that's a pity. If I wish there was more female comedians to pick from, I do. But the cool hard fact of the day is there just isn't. Do you know what I mean? So, basically, you know, rather than flipping moaning about something you could change, you know, go and work on yourself, get more gigs, get a buzz about yourself, you know? It's just this fucking entitlement nowadays. You know, people just think, all of a sudden, oh, I I am am just doing stand-up now. I deserve gigs. Well, uh, because of what? Just because you're female, you deserve gigs? Or are you out working... On your gigs every week, are you are you approaching promoters? Are you pro- approaching uh, bookers? Are you asking for gigs? Are you trying to get stage time? Are you going to as many open mic gigs as you can get to work on your material? Are you recording your sets Are you listening to them back? Are you going fuck? Where can I improve there? Why did that not get a response? You know If you're not doing all that, you're just you know why? Why do you deserve anything just based on your gender? Do you know what I mean? Like it annoys me that I'm featured. On a load of those posters. As an all male lineup, But hey guess what. I'm featured on a load of those posters. And there's a reason for that too. Because I work fucking hard. You know I work hard. At my sets. A book. A comedy club. I do two podcasts a week. I'm putting myself out there. Yeah I get fucking criticism off it too. You know I get people. Um. Giving the odd negative comment. On. On social media. Or on a video that I put up. But. Honest to god. 9 out of 10. Even more. 99 out of 100 comments. Um. Are positive, but you just get the old negative one. But that's part and parcel of it. You know, if you're, you need to get out and work hard for stuff, you know? Like this podcast, realistically, when it started, I think about two people, two very lucky people. Listen to the very beginning of it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas over time, this is now 74 weeks, I'm fucking plodding along. I've got people that listen every week and I appreciate it a lot, but it's through hard work, it doesn't just come to you, you know? Sadly, like I would love opportunities to just drop on my lap, but you have to work hard. You know, full-time job, looking after a family, doing two podcasts, running a gig, taking other gigs, writing, um, submitting stuff, but you know what I mean? You're flat out working all the time because this is what you want to do, you know? And it fucks me off a bit Too. whenever people just post stuff online being like that's a disgrace you know I work my balls off to get the opportunities that I get and still I look at it and go I could be doing more so I mean you know sometimes I think the light of uh, criticism maybe needs to be instead of on a scene which a lot of guys to be fair are working hard to make just turn a fucking torch on yourself you know I have no qualms about booking anybody as long as they're funny. There you go. And if I know you're funny and I see your act, I'll book you. You know? And it's the fact of it, it's just a, a sad shame that there are not enough female comedians to actually book and pick for and ask. Like, I'm going through the, the running order of booking Pug Uglies for the next wee uh, couple of months now, and I've got female headliners because. You know the acts are great, and that's that's that. You know, so I just think people like it's just it's it's indicative of of a generation now, isn't it? Of people just fucking moaning and complaining on social media rather than just getting the finger out of their ass and going and doing something about it. Do you know what I mean? And that's literally it. Like I always remember, um, I think it might have been the great philosopher Dwayne the Rock Johnson might have said, "You know, I'm not the most talented person in the world." Um I mightn't be the best looking, I might be the most gifted, but I will for sure be the hardest working. And that's something that stuck with me, is like, you know what? If you want something, there are other people after it, there are other people going for it. So if you really, really want to do something, work harder than anybody else, and then you'll get your opportunities. Do you know what I mean? So Whoa, look at me being all flipping deep whoa you know I, I should have just stuck to the lab banter oh oi, yeah oi, oi, pull out of that like that you know what i mean pull out the lab banter but really i'm an onion you know i'm an onion because i'm multi-layered guys you know but this whole fucking argument is just you know move on guys you know move on from it you know the scene is the scene as it is because there are a lot of hard-working guys and i tell you what any uh female acts that are looking gigs in my club pug uglies message me Send me a video of your performance, you know, so I can see. And I'll, I'll get, if you're funny, I'll book you. Yeah, there you go. Bob's uncle. Funny's your aunt. But another thing I must say as well, there are a group of younger comedians coming through at the minute who are turning out material flat out. They're making videos to put on social media. They're at nearly every comedy night watching. And that, and that doesn't go unnoticed by sort of a more experienced act or people booking comedy clubs, you know, I will give people an opportunity, you know, if I see that that they want it and they deserve it as well. You know, like these guys are, they've been getting good. You know, some young guys coming through at the minute that, you know, I've been really, really impressed with, you know, guys like James McKegney, um, Robbie McShane, you know, these guys coming through, that are just working, they're grinding, they're watching gigs, you know, they're, 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 they are working hard And I'm happy to To have them And book them And give them an opportunity And then whenever they do get on They're great Do you know what I mean So you know, Shout out to To all those guys um, On the scene At the moment And also to anyone that I forgot there Just throw on a few names out there But those two guys are, are, are doing great So You know Just keep working on it guys You know I feel like uh, this topic always brings me down. i was buzzing because it's Saturday morning. Um, right, what can pick me up again out of my... Slough. That's it. The Sultan of Brunei has uh, made um, homosexuality punishable by death in Brunei because that's where he is, the Sultan. It would be weird if he was like the Sultan of... Um, Czech to the Czech Republic, or else it's like Czechio or whatever it's called now. Once it was to the Czechoslovakia, then it became the Czech Republic, and now I'm just going to call it Czechios now, right? So the Sultan of Brunei's made homosexuality punishable by death by death by stoning. Now I had the the wrong opinion of stoning in terms of I just thought it was a load of like like we lads like in my head I imagined like a load of. Like riders just throwing stones at you, so they'd be pinging me like pebbles on you. You'd go, ah, fuck it! Ah, bollocks! Get off me! Ah, get away from me! Ah, you fuck! Ah, bollocks! Me piss off! P- ah, fuck ah bally's. But actually, what to do? Dig a hole, tie your feet, tie your arms, drop you in the hole, leave your shoulders and head out, and drop big breeze blocks in your head. Not sweet, you know what I mean? Not sweet to be killed in that fashion at all. Definitely not sweet to be killed for something that you can't help. You know, if you're a gay person, God has made you gay. You know, God has, God is the guy that's birthed you as a gay person. You know what I mean? You're not, it's not like you can choose to be gay. You're either gay or you're not. So the Sultan of Brunei doing that shit is so sly. You know, the Sultan of Brunei, more like the Sultan of Brunei, because that's exactly what that is. And also just think about it, Brunei, if we're talking about about, like, Irish, Brun is brown, and I, I assume just means I, so he's the Sultan of Brown Eye, which is the Sultan of Asshole, which is, hey, the Sultan of Gay, you know what I mean? He is pro, it's like, you know, they they say, thou thou doth protest too much, you know, the Sultan of Brunei, quite clearly, is a gay guy, you know, you look at his outfits, he dresses in, like, not, not like spec military outfits, he dresses in like fashionista designed outfits oh hold on while i'm in the middle of speaking of gay and outfits she and todd hold on one second i'm gonna answer hello Hello. Uh, yeah man i'm just fully recording my podcast do you want to say hello real quick Yeah, what's up man? We're just going to have a, con- a conversation on the podcast Fully just chatting about the Sultan of Brunei there And it was appropriate that you rang Because hey, you're kind of like him in many respects So, what are you we up some, to? Well, we do, we do have some similar opinions But uh, that's only on fashion, luckily Emma, yeah. um, <laughs> um, I've got a problem here Right, what's that? Uh, I wonder if you can help me I don't want to, have to I that I have to say this in the podcast I, I think I might have some sort of allergic reaction From going to the gym there oh what's that it's weird I just it's embarrassing I keep lifting weights and then I think I've got a reaction because I'm just like getting swollen everywhere oh. um, hey where, where about you getting swollen is it like your face or is it your no like, no like all over uh, mainly uh, my pecs my shoulders My glutes and my thighs—it's way. I—I don't know what to do. I'm trying to drive here, but. Oh, what you need to do is—you need to stop eating just lean chicken and rice and vegetables. You need to maybe you know not eat at all you can't that that'll help the reaction that that swelling go down it's weird because i've had this in my dick for a long time oh whoa um, and has has your dick been getting swollen and hard whenever you've been in the gym or has that just been in different circumstances yeah yeah sort of in the gym but i think i'm turning myself on with how much i'm lifting you know right okay like every time i bench like 170 I just keep <sighs> Just getting like a little rude on, um, okay. but I, I don't know. I'm just I don't even know if I should keep going to the gym, but it's weird because I look great, so I don't know what to. I don't know what to do. Well, maybe maybe what my advice would be: don't go to the gym for a couple of days. That's why I should go down, and uh, I don't know whether well. Hopefully, your penis will get less hard. Um, on, yeah, on a, if everyone could pray for me, that would be. Would, yeah, if, would be guys, if everyone can just pray that Shane's the penis softens for a couple yeah, of days, that'll be great. I just. It's, piss me off because I'm not getting the places on time you know because I've got to lug around this Yeah. so you know what that's hard um, quite literally um, so so yeah you're you're a good way to get your hair cut now I just talked earlier in the podcast about uh, how we're having a real fun day together you meet Dennis and Holly so um, yeah, sitcom yeah so what time actually I did say that it was like sitcom too believe it or not um, so so you wait for your your cut now yeah I'm going to get my hair cut well I uh like text you whenever I'm leaving banger and you can leave at the same time we'll made it and q Yeah, sounds a good idea. Alright, DIY squad right. hey, see what you you're doing. The Bye. Shane podcast. sound I Hey, that guy, um yeah he, look he's unwell, you know, it's you have to be friends with him, you know, to keep him to keep him all right, you know. He was just plugging his own podcast, the Shane Podcast, there, which to be fair, um decent podcast, albeit um hasn't been out in like three years or whatever. But um, yeah check that out if you get the chance. but yeah black Sultan of Brunei, you know he's made he's made being gay uh, punishable by death, which um, you know a bit extreme. and again for a guy that is that is like he dre- like as I said he dresses like Michael Jackson you know Michael Jackson wears military gear, but instead of being like you know a khaki color, Michael will wear uh, it in, in red leather you know that's not like you're not going to see the Brunei secret service army squad which is what they're officially called wearing that gear you know you're just not gonna do it so it's weird that a guy like that's making homosexuality punishable by death you know and he's got a full gold car you know what i mean a golden car um but it's like a ghostbuster mobile it's it's you know what i'm saying is if you were to drive around to you know say union street in Belfast, in his gold car, dressed in his bespoke um, fashion military gear, I don't think you would be turned away from some of the establishments around there. You know, I think um, if you were to go to, like, I don't know, the Harland and Wolf Welders in East Belfast, maybe. You know, maybe you would be told, get away. But if you were to cruise up in Union Street in a gold Ghostbuster car, get out wearing... You know the sweetest. You know, you're wearing that sweet um, rhinestone beret. You know, you'll get in. You know, people will welcome you, and it's kind of sly that um, he's decided to do that. And hopefully now, um, the general outcry against his weird choice in in lawmaking will cause him to, you know, either change the law or be overthrown. Um, because, I mean, to be the sultan of brown eyes, you know, maybe he's been let down. You know, maybe his people haven't shown him enough respect. And I don't mean people from Brunei, I mean the gay community. You know, maybe they've just not welcomed him in, in, in with open arms or anything else opened for him in that respect. But, you know, he, it needs to change. You know, in 2019, the fact that you can it's still illegal to be gay is mad. You know, from somebody who lives in Northern Ireland, you know, from somebody who... Um, should be governed, you know. Obviously, we're not governed by, but should be governed by a real, real backward group. And then also the DUP, <laughs> you know, would be, you know, it's it's unthinkable, you know. Like, I have uh, lots of gay friends. Shocker, you know. <laughs> I have lots of gay friends. Whoa, what a surprise. Um, and I mean, I would love to go to their weddings, you know, but just stupid, it's not here. But at least, you know, maybe that'll what'll happen whenever the, the government come back, maybe the DUP, maybe Arlene and the guys will be like, right, I like what Brunei's up to over there, you know, I like the way he's, he's carrying his business. Ian Paisley will be like, yeah, I was over there on a four week all inclusive holiday, just, just, you know, getting a feel for the way things are in Brunei. And I think we should definitely also stone gay people to death. Um, You know, it just doesn't really make a wide lot of sense. You know, it's very backward. Um, and I don't think... And I don't think it's come from him. You know, I don't. So, any of my listeners out there in Brunei... I actually, bizarrely, have had a listen in Brunei before. You know, spread the word. Get them listening listen to this podcast. Get Salt to listen to it. And tell them to bring Peppa along as well. And get them, you know, listening to the podcast. Get them, you know, seeing sense and just don't let them kill gay people for being gay sly and um, speaking of sly you know there was a quite a low turnout at pug ugly's comedy club this week and that was mainly due to the weather you know what i mean it was a very very wet night there was a power cut in belfast you know a lot of people didn't come out it was kind of shit but the night itself was whoa 10 out of 10 brilliant you know, we had Joe Rooney headlining Alan Irwin support, and Aaron Butler just popped on to do he set. Again, whoa, sorry, shocker, three white guys, my bad. Three white guys, three white guys, see how they run, see how they run, they all did it, did the farmer's wife cut off their dicks. Something like that. Which is sly, by the by the way, because you've You know, if you actually think about that nursery rhyme, kids' nursery rhymes in general, so sly. Three blind mice, just three disabled mice going about their business, trying to live, not able to see, bumping into things, and then the farmer's wife tries to chop off their tails, which keep their equilibrium. What the fuck? You know? Everyone's losing their mind. Killing animals and shit? Oh, fuck me. Speaking of killing animals... I saw a seagull get hit by a car this week. Not got I didn't see it was not like a joke. Here I saw a seagull get hit by a car. I saw a seagull get hit by a car. Like you know when seagulls kind of like rise up a wee bit when they're flying, like off like as if you think they're always gonna get out of the way of the car? Like they always have in my case. Like I've always just slowed down and just missed seagulls any time there's been about. This guy just completely wiped it out, hit the seagull got out of the car to have a look, went over being like, I'm going to have to kill a seagull here, I'm going to have to separate its neck, put it out of its misery, you know, you know, either pop pop the neck, or like, you know, flick its wing in with my right foot, flick its other wing in with its left foot, with my left foot, and then just bounce off the ropes, and deliver the people's elbow, and put it out of its misery, but, upon checking closer, it had been eviscerated by the car, like all its guts were just on the road, so, um, didn't need to do that in the end, which, you know, to be fair, I'm kind of glad about it. I wish the poor seagull hadn't been hit by a car in the first place, but I wouldn't want to have to kill it. You know, nope, wouldn't be for me. I wouldn't want to get my hands dirty for a start. I wouldn't want to pop a seagull's neck. You know, I didn't have a golf club in the back of my car that I could just go Shazam and break its head. You know, so it was just a real graphic thing to see. It was like something out of like like a horror movie. You know, what's that one with that little girl in it? Uh, And she's like, she gets her head chopped off. I know, but it's, it's, it reminds me of that film, and yeah, it was just grim to see, but yeah, sorry, all that from Three White Men, um, but Alan Irwin on, Sandy and Soft Border Patrol, very, very funny, really enjoyed his set, Aaron Butler killed, never seen him look as comfortable on the stage, getting all the laughs, and then Joe Rooney was on, Um who you might know from Father Ted, he was in an episode, as he so politely said on stage. I was in one episode, Dave. I was like, ah, right, okay, sly joke. But never in my life have I laughed harder at a live comedian, I think. Joe Rooney was absolutely hysterical. And he said he will come back and do Pugs again, which if you see Joe Rooney on a poster, make sure you get down because it was probably one of the best live stand-up performances I've ever seen. So you have it. And this week's Pug is going to be great as well because we have Rory Woods headlining, I'll be emceeing, and you have Paddy McGacky, the, re- the Shark and Pool Shark, as support. And you know what? We'll also have the Little Sausages out. And there's now flipping loads of drinks offers going on. If you like Praha, Prava, Praha Beer, whatever the fuck it's pronounced as, they have that. Loads of other beers. They've got Slain Whiskey on the go. It's pretty tasty as well. Um, so get down, get that, get a crew together. Come to Pug Ugly's Comedy Club. Get lit in a Thursday. Oi, oi. Oi, oi. Oh, Oh, That's going to be the name of this week's podcast. Just oi, oi, lads, lads, lads. Um, but we will get the Pug Ugly's this week. It's going to be a, a gnaw cracker. And then I'm away off on a wee trip to Tenerife on Sunday. So I'll have to record the weird podcast on Friday pre- Tenerife and then the next one after Will just be Will be a great time So I think that sort of takes me nicely Into time for listeners questions See what you like sexy monkeys have been up to This week Um, And by the way I should point out that's a term of endearment Not a um, Not a a racial slur Because it'll probably be um, Called racist as well as homophobic And sexist So let me just get the questions here I keep In case you think like I'm turning, I, I'm looking out because Catherine and Holly are away out to the shops. And whenever they come back, they'll have to open the gate and all. And then that'll be the end of my podcast. So, I mean, I need to make sure they don't ruin my podcast like they ruin my life. Right. Darren Matthews. Darren Matthews. Darren Matthews. I said, Dave, can you change your new date from Friday 26th to Saturday 27th? You could just also text me. Um... If waiting to reply via podcast is a pain, but hey, Darren, I've already texted you that. That's sweet. I'm looking forward to playing Yuri on the 27th of April. For any of you guys that are from the Newry direction, want to see me come and do a wee turn. I'll uh, be. I think it's in the bank. In. Nuri, you know, getting paper Because that's what you do at a bank, isn't it? Collect coin But yeah, Darren, sort of And uh, for any of you guys out there full Darren Matthews, another great comedian Keep an eye out for him as well He's playing Pug Ugly soon too I don't know if we bookings booking his book So I'm not going to tell you the exact date I think it's the 18th of April But just keep we wee ear to the ground for that Um. NC, oh wow, that's a sweet name, Yo NC, has said to me, I must be addicted to these podcasts because I inevitably pick up your mannerisms by saying that everything is sweet looking or looking sweet, not a question, just thought you should know, well hey NC, um, you know, you yourself, you know, you, you look like you're a sweet kind of person, you look, the nice nice background photo on Twitter there is just by the sea, I'll do like to be beside the seaside because the seaside is where the seaside is and the seaside is sweet So I'm glad you're adopting those mannerisms. Hopefully you're going to start describing camp things as as creme fraiche. You know, you're going to start using the term so come in the the sentences. And probably after today's uh, podcast, you'll be going, oi oi oi, anytime you want to be obnoxious. Glenn Lindsay said, good morning, Dave. Seeing billboards around Belfast for WWE Live at the Odyssey. Just wondering if it's worth buying tickets or are you not taking part this year? Um, yeah, man, I'm not taking part. Unfortunately, Vince McMahon and the boys didn't uh, didn't give me the call. Um, they've obviously been following the heavyweight cut, and have seen like in the last few weeks, They've been slacking a bit. Mm. So it's just not good enough, you know. Um, I could have done with some of that Shane Swole um, behavior, but again, you know, I'm not. Um, I would I would be keen to go like and just you know promo things or something, but. Unfortunately, I'm not, so wouldn't waste your money on that, Glenn. And maybe just come and see me live on stage around Norn Iron sometime soon instead. You know, save up your money and put it in a wee piggy bank and we'll get a live podcast, maybe, for episode 100, maybe, possibly. Um, Or else I'll just have another hour-long show at some point. Nathan Consiglia, my man, has said, Yo, Papa, great to see you bringing niche words like bonds back into the discourse some of my personal fave obscure words are insults like burk, burr and brazen what are some of your most beloved weird words p.s i want the weird live podcast thanks um you know what it's maybe like i like to use phrases as well i like the phrase losing the run of yourself you know i think that's a great term to describe people that are just you know Ideas beyond their station, you know their their behaviors escalating, becoming ridiculous. Someone loses the run of themselves. You know I like that. Um, I definitely like bonds... I like to describe. I like to describe people as headers these days. I think it's fun. Definitely like sly. Definitely like uh, I like phony as well. You know if somebody's just you know quite a naff person. You know they're not, they're not legit. They're not trustworthy. They're phony. So like I like to call people. I feel that's a good insult. Cause like you can just call someone a fucker or a dickhead, but I mean if you call someone a phony, that cuts deep. Do you know what I mean that cuts to the core? If you call someone a phony. Um another word I like is fresh, which is what your sandwiches are in Sunflower and Banger, Nathan. Fresh, tasty, delicious, and nutritious. The sunflower in banger. It's not by the way it doesn't officially sponsor this podcast. But hey Nathan, if they want to, all ears. Um Phil McSee has said, afternoon, Papa Pump. How do you feel about the news of Taco Bell potentially trying again in Northern Ireland? Me gusta or no? I'm going to say me gusta on that, Phil, because I'm not really a massive fan of, like, you know, that kind of Mexican-type food. Like, I I, I must say I like um, fajitas, but I don't like burritos. You know, like, I I like to buy, like... um, my own fajitas to make in the house. But see, like, hey, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Don't tune off the podcast here, because what we're all about, guys, is opening our minds, you know, to other people's ideas, debating, discussing, maybe disagreeing, but not hating, you know? And I'm just going to say, I think... who I've not actually said this in public. I don't... I, I think Boosham's overrated, you know? I... Not for me, you know? So I think a competition... To Boozham would be welcomed You know I think Boozham have the monopoly On like all cultures And all students at the minute But I think you know if you taste cuisine That, that is you know Flavoursome you might you know be turned Against Bougain, Maybe Like I feel too I'm too old for it And that if I walk into a restaurant Or a Like anywhere with Customers, service, teams or whatever I'd like them to just to address me In a normal manner not like walking up to be like, yo man, what's up, dude, bro? You know, I'm like, sorry, um, yeah, guy, what's happening, bro, dude? What would you like in your burrito, man? How'd you like it slung, dude, guy, bro? And I'd be like, uh, parlez vous anglais, sure, You know, I like someone to be more like, um, hi, how are you doing? What can I get you? You know, rather than. You know, hey bro, how's it hanging today man How are you looking to swerve in and feel those vibes In that burrito sheet dude I'm like, uh, say what homeboy um, And I'd just be like By that point I'm like, I don't even know Just fucking stick meat in a bit of a wrap Cool man, do you want some, do don't Man, do you want some of those Runner beans man, they're just chilling over there In that wee container dude, just by themselves Waiting to be sprinkled into your burrito man You know don't need that shit. Just be like, hey, would you like uh, beef or chicken? I'll go beef mate rice, uh, plain or the one with a wee bit of spice. I give him spice. Don't oh, me. any sauces. Nah, grand. That's gonna be eight quid or whatever. Busham is. You know what I mean? Not all that. This man, just lean in and relax for a bit. You know, chill out. right those those vibe waves, dude. Brew. Smoke a ganj pipe in the middle of your shift, and all, guy. And then also, you know, wash your hair, guy. You know, just be clean. <laughs> you know, so I, I would welcome a Taco Bell and also vintage customer service. Am I an old man now? Am I, am I just, like, literally past it? Am I not knowing what's hip and cool anymore? Probably, because I use the phrase hip and cool. But that's my feeling on it. You've opened a can of worms there, Phil, but for sure, Taco Bell, come and give it a go. Taco Bell is a bit more... You know, it's, it's a bit more American style. I think it's a bit more fast food, and I, and I like that. I'm, I'm keen to try it. Hey, would I go to Taco Bell and have a terrible time? Very possibly, but I'm still willing to give it a go. Absolutely. Um, so, let me see. Instagram questions. Once again, a lot of questions. I appreciate that, guys. Wes Boyd said, what's up, dog? Uh, he works in Boosham. <laughs> Would you rather Arsenal win the Europa League or get third? You know what, man? I'm going to say I would rather... I'd rather Arsenal get third. I would like them to do both. But I think finishing third is probably less stressful because you can do it sooner. You know, if we just get a good run of games, that's good. Whereas if we what's the Europa League, you get stressed out about matches, away goals, all that sort of shit. But I was playing FIFA last night and... uh, I won the Champions League with Brighton and Hove Albion, obviously, and I qualified for the, the, Euro, the UEFA Super Cup, and I would like Arsenal to be in the UEFA Super Cup, and then they'll be in the Champions League, so probably, yeah, edging, like I, I just want to finish in the top four because it's better, but... Fuck, I'd like to be in the Super Cup, man. I, I, yeah, the Europa League, because you get in the Champions League, you know, I'll go for that, but I, I want us to finish third. That was a t- I've never been baffled by a question before, but you have literally baffled me, my, my man. Um, Luke Sweeney has said, Hi, weird guy. <laughs> Heard a few weirdos asking in the past weeks about a live podcast. I would love it. But is there any reason why you don't think it would be a success? Hashtag get weird live. Also, I've been to Boytown a few times, and the vibe's always lit. Would it be too weird doing a live podcast without the long fingered freak? Even though I like him, um, hey, look, you don't have to, to tell people you like him. If you don't like him, it's fine. You know, I just want to say, Luke Sweeney has said on the weird podcast he does not like Shane Todd. So fair play to look for his honesty there. He does not like Shane Todd. That's fine. You can do that. It's your personal choice. Um, I just need to work out what I would do. You know. I, I would just end up being a podcast where I just come and talk to people, you know? So I might get a few topics, come up, maybe get a guest. Since last week and since there's been a lot of feedback from people sending me DMs on Twitter and Instagram, being like, yo man, for sure do a live podcast, I'm thinking I might for episode 100. You know, I'm thinking that's what I might give a go to. And then... Uh, see from there, maybe just get a guest on, do a bit of stand-up, kinda make it similar to what Boytown live would be, except you know, I would maybe put a few more weird segments in because it is a weird podcast. And I think it could be be alright. But again, if momentum keeps coming and people keep asking me to do it live, I will do it live. Um George Gaw has said why is Mel Gaskin so small? Um, I'd say Mel Gaskin is small. I don't know who Mel Gaskin is. Could be a man, could be a woman, could be a boy, could be a girl, could be a trans, could be a he, could be a she, could be a him, could be a her. But Mel Gaskin is so small because Mel Gaskin doesn't get enough vitamins from their food. And that is why. And also their parents are uh, deformed. Um, Chloe has said, how do you put your socks on and shoes? Sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Hope the fitness challenge is going well. Chloe, stop trolling me, will you? You know, fitness challenge, it's, it's struggling at the minute. You know, I'm trying to get on top of things, but I'm kind str- of back on top of things, but I'm struggling. Um, but in terms of my, my socks and my shoes, I'm always two socks and then two shoes. I think if you put a sock and then a shoe and then a sock and then a shoe, you know, you definitely have the propensity to be a sociopath, serial killer you know, so hopefully, Chloe, you yourself, put both socks on, and then your shoes, because then if you get your socks on first, you can scoot about, and do things with your socks on, whilst you're deciding to put your shoes on, like, if you put one shoe on first, you know, you become like, like, you got one leg being Frankenstein, and one leg being, you know, Dinklage, you know, it's, it's an unbalance, you know, if you got one of those big, big shoes, you know what I mean, it's not sweet, um, And you can also slide across the tile floor If you're just wearing your socks Chris Barr said Hey Dave hope you're well Here's this week's weird news story And as the story is loading I hit it early You see this week's was not Doesn't take as much time Oh well Chris That's a bit morbid Mother of one 24 choked to death When she tried to see How many Jaffa case She could fit in her mouth As a party trick Oh no I hate that A young mother choked to death When she tried to see How many Jaffa case She could fit in her mouth As a party trick Bethany Gaskin blacked out and stopped breathing when the snacks lodged in her throat as she desperately tried to spit them out the mother of one collapsed at home in Bourne, Lincolnshire on February 22nd and was rushed to hospital tragically the beauty therapist suffered a heart attack and brain damage and died five days later that's really sad today her devastated mother said I remember raising my eyebrows when Bethany started the game thinking how old are you and telling her to spit them out She was like a little hamster with her cheeks bulging. She danced off the toilet to get rid of them. And it was only a while later that I realised she'd been gone a long time. Yeah, it's really sad, Chris. Um, Just goes to show you that sometimes stupidity does indeed kill, and she'll probably be, would be featured, on my favourite TV show, which is, for some reason, not being commissioned again, on Netflix, Curious and Unusual Deaths, check it out if you have, if you haven't already, there's like a more, like, Curious and Unusual Deaths, is like, The Guardian newspaper, you know, it's a more serious, it's a, you know, it's a more respected show, whereas, um, the other one A Thousand Ways to Die is more like the daily sport like you know it's more titillating and you know you just think less but also you know worth watching and like there's the great endings of the uh, of the Thousand Ways to Die is like the, the narrator always ends it with like a real sly bit of trolling for the person who's died you know like say a guy um, there was one like there was one guy who was like drilling holes in a flat to look Like, above, in the flat above, into the bathroom, at this woman who was just in the bath or the shower, like, being a pervert, basically. But what happened to him was he drilled so many wee holes, the wetness of the wood and stuff, the floor collapsed on top of him and killed him, right? So he said something like that, Hope you got a good look, you pervert. And then, like, goes on to the next story. But one of the ones was about this guy who was, like, a martial artist, and he, he was doing, you know, like, trying to break wood with his head, and he cracked his skull quite... Like quite thinly without realizing, he cracked the skull head on these planks of wood. Fucking moron! And then he was like doing a a fucking not like doing a Mickey Bartlett with the nunchucks, like trying to flip and show you he's got some skills with the nunchucks. And he was throwing these babies about, and he clocked himself in the head, and that just made the crack get worse, burst, and he died. Right? But the guy signed it off was like, um, Mister Gretty Man. Thought that his arms were elastic. But he hit himself in the head. And he died. The spastic. And I went, excuse me? I don't know the exact <laughs> the exact line. But he definitely referred to the guy that killed himself in Nunchucks as a spastic. And I thought, alright mate. But definitely check that out. And if someone can send me a voice recording of that particular line, I'll love it. Um, Paddy Mac has said... Hey, Dave, check out this nut job and sent story. A couple of stories in a row here this week. Um, man who never felt human now lives his life as a dog in... Oh, I love this part. In a £2,000 fur suit. I mean, that's... He's the Sultan of Brunei. You know, Kaz James from Salford carries items with his teeth and snacks on bonios. Oh, he needs to go to prison. A human pup who says he's never felt like a man, eats his meals out of a dog bowl, wears a dog mask, often barks, licks and bites friends. How can he have friends if he's a dog? Kaz James claims he felt like a dog since childhood and says he always felt weird and unable to relate to others before finally allowing his pup persona to shine through in his late teens. The store, the store manager. What? This guy is a jo- He clearly does not dress like a dog when he works, and he's in a gimp suit! That's not a dog! Dogs have fur and they don't, they don't wear leather chains and straps. This guy's a pervert, he's not a fucking dog. The store manager, he goes to work and then he's like, oh. people are like, alright, Kaz, are you up to much this weekend? Nah, mate, just fucking, you know, go piss in a few lampposts and lick my balls. And i like, how hey, a good one, Kaz, and literally that's what he does. Um, the self-professed full-time orange, brown, and camo canine unleashes his doggy personality by barking at friends, carrying items with his teeth, and snacking on bonios Outside of working, be fine. Out, like outside of work, I'm glad to point that out. He can be found in mm, customized rubber outfits, masks, dog leads, harnesses, and even a bespoke two thousand pound fur suit. Never felt happy as a human, always felt like a dog, it was really out of place, he said. Which is weird that he says that, he should have just said something more along the lines of... (laughs) Stupid fucking moron. Um, Oh yeah, he takes his mask off, and you can see... He is a sex offender, he has sex with people against their will. And his name's Kaz, you know. You know, he looks like the kind of guy who, if he's not wearing a dog suit, drives... Um, a souped up Renault McGann with uh, he vapes he vapes but with the windows down and he drinks Red Bull that's the kind of guy that he is and he only dates 15 year olds Um, he's a weird weird guy thanks for that story uh, Paddy and the question is what I'd love to know is if you were to live your life out as a bear how would you change would you buy a bear suit would you leave the wife and baby and head to Belfast Zoo What about work, comedy, friendships, etc.? Um, Man, I'd definitely try to still, you know, I'd have to make Catherine become a bear and Holly become like a wee cub. You know, couldn't leave them. I don't think that would be something i want to do. I'd definitely try to get work in the circus or I'd also try to enter the gay singing pop group Bear Force as like the fifth member of Bear Force. I think I should probably join Bear Force anyway because I definitely am a wonderful... Singing bear, you know, hey, yeah, I'm in B. What do you think, guys? Yeah, that's what I do, Patty. Cheers for the question. Um, and the last question this week goes to Chris Henning. He said, Hi, Dave. How are you? I have two questions this week. Oh, you dirty bugger. First up, I'm a bit slow on the uptake, but now that you've been a father for over a year, how would you grade yourself as a father? And secondly, what would be your three favorite metal bands? Whoa, that's quite a, that's quite a, a segue, isn't it? Really going from how do you rate yourself as a father to what metal bands you like? <laughs> Disturbed clearly are one because of that. Um, my favorite metal bands probably do that first. Again, it's hard to differ. Like, I like grunge bands. You know, like I like like Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden. You know, I like them, metal probably. You know, throughout history, maybe corn. I I like corn a lot. I like, uh, disturbed. Um, but then also like like if you're going more old school metal, you know, do you like like the likes of Metallica? You know, I like them, um, as well. So it's hard to say. Like, I want you to differentiate exactly what you mean by metal bands. But uh, yeah, my favorite like rock bands are probably you know Metallica, Disturbed, Corn, Pearl Jam. Nirvana, you know, I like that kind of stuff. I like I like a good bit of rock. I like Avenged Sevenfold as well. You know, I think they're good. Um who else do still like I like um it's hard. It's hard to actually pick three. You've really put me in a goddamn predicament where I have to like pick three metal bands and it's hard to do. I kill switch engage as well, you know. Come back with me next week and, and tell me exactly what you want, man. You need to be more specific with what you class as a metal band. And I'll, and I'll I'll do that for you then. But in terms of a father, hey guy, I am a good I'm a good dad, you know. And I enjoy it. I actually like it more than I thought I would like it. I thought it'd be, um, I thought it'd probably take me longer to adjust. But now nah, I love it, and I like being a dad. I think I'm good at it. She's still with us, you know, so that's a bonus. And yeah, I think I'm doing all right. I think I'm doing high So. Yeah, I think with one I'm doing well, and i would like to have more kids down the line. So I mean, I think that's a good sign, you know. If it was a case of I had one, and I'm like, nah, I'm getting a snip, and people are like, oh for a second me right now, I'm having the full dick and balls removed, you know, I'm having the full three piece suite taken out, and I am just going feng shui with a wee piss hole, and that's about it. But guys, that'll bring me to the end of this week's weird podcast. It's been up, it's been down, it's been emotional, it's been weird, um, and. Yeah, just, again, if you haven't already subscribed on SoundCloud, even if you don't listen to SoundCloud, just fucking subscribe. Because I'm getting good listens, but not a lot of people are subscribed. They don't know what's going on. People are sleeker, people are sly, hurtful. Um, or if you haven't already rated and reviewed on iTunes, I would love it. Because, again, I'll read them out. So I've got 85 reviews on iTunes, and I'm really... All right, here's, here's the deal. If you want me to do a live podcast, I want to get the 100 reviews. So go on, review it, and if I don't get 100 reviews, by the time, this is episode 74, so by the time of episode 80, if I don't have 100 reviews, I'm not doing a live show, but if I do, I'll do a live show. What about that for you, eh? Have that. Yeah bastards so spread the word keep doing it you know keep sharing stories on instagram i love it retweeting on twitter just spreading the word out there and the more people listen the more questions i'll get the more content they'll have the more likelihood is i'll do a live podcast just did a dab you can't see it because i ain't got a video podcast but hey guys enjoy the rest of your week and hey you know thought for this week is if you want something work as hard as you can to get it and don't fucking slabber at me all right yeah bastards bye